Welcome to twoquestions.tv. Today we're talking about the marijuana industry. What are the inherent challenges in being in the cannabis world? And why won't I work with any clients that are in the marijuana industry? Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm your host, Susan Barachimo. Okay, today we're talking about pot. All right, so first I'm gonna tell you that I'm still recovering from my cold, so there will be some edits today to edit out all my coughing. Um, the second thing I want to say before I get to the questions is I am not personally morally opposed to the use of marijuana. I have actually never touched marijuana myself. I've never, never smoked it, never looked at it, never touched it. Um, I know really nothing about it personally, but I have been approached over the last few years to work with some companies in the industry. And so because of that, I've done a lot of research into the challenges in the industry, as well as the risks of working with companies in the cannabis industry. So that's what we're talking about today. As far as my feelings about marijuana go, I have no problem with people using it. Um, and in fact, I think it's been shown quite a bit to be very effective in certain illnesses and conditions. And I know people who really have benefited from it uh, in other states. I know people who uh, could benefit from it and aren't able to access it. People with MS, ALS, all kinds of maladies and challenges. Um, and and it, I always think it's a little bit of a shame that we make it such a big deal because it, it can be so impactful according to the research. Um, but again, I don't know what it does personally. I've never used it. So the, the challenges in having a business in the marijuana industry really start with the, the strange limbo-like precarious legal nature of it. Uh, so what I mean by that is in the United States, marijuana is federally illegal. That means everywhere. However, some states have made it legal in their states. So some states it's legal medicinally and some states it's illegal. It's legal recreationally, which means anything goes. But in Indiana, for example, it's totally illegal. So what that means is that the marijuana industry is in this strange limbo-like place that makes it quite difficult for businesses to know what really is in the future for them. Uh, the people that I know in California who are in the business have said, what's the big deal? It's gonna be legalized very soon. I don't know what the big deal is, relax. <laughs> um, and uh, so many jokes, so little time. <clears throat> but anyway, I live in Indiana and I think my fellow Hoosiers will back me up in saying, it's probably not gonna get legalized here anytime soon, sorry. So the real challenge is when your business and your entire industry is legal in your state, but illegal federally, the reality is you never really know what's going to happen. So uh, you don't know if, uh, you know, we knew you know, what the previous administration's plans were, uh, that they were not going to pursue people in the cannabis industry, but we don't really know what's gonna happen with the current administration or future administrations, which means you're getting into a business and investing a lot in a business that could at any moment be declared illegal and people could come after you at any moment. And there are some really amazing documentaries on Netflix about this um, and about things that have happened to people in this industry as a result of this sort of weird limbo-like state. Uh, the other thing that happens is because it's federally illegal and banks are federally regulated, banks 
tend not to accept bank account applications from anyone in the cannabis industry. That means if you're a grower or a seller or any sort of dispensary, you probably can't open a bank account. And that means you have a lot of cash lying around. It becomes very dangerous and risky uh, from, a, from a crime standpoint. And it also becomes a little upsetting in terms of like what's going on now on the West Coast with the fires. Um, it becomes dangerous to your whole financial well-being. And not only that, but it's hard to pay your credit card bill. It's hard to pay you know, for your light bill when you can't use a credit card or check for that. I mean, how do you pay for things? So a lot of challenges there um, in the cannabis industry and a lot of risks. Now, the reason that I won't personally work with anyone who is in the cannabis industry is, again, not because I'm morally opposed, but because I'm personally opposed to going to jail. So <laughs> um, Indiana is a state where not only is cannabis illegal, but um, <clears throat> the promotion of and the enga engaging in the sort of advocacy of an industry is quite illegal. So when I was first approached with some really, you know, some, some clients in the industry that had the potential to be a significant source of revenue for me, because look, there's money in this industry. Um, so when I went out and, and talked to attorneys about what my risk really was in pursuing um, and working with clients like this, what they told me was that, you know, this put me in a precarious position um, federally and within my own state, even though my clients would have been in California and the work I would have done would have been in, you know, outside of Indiana, as an Indiana resident, I was putting myself in some real jeopardy. So I think it's important, and one of the reasons I wanted to do this video today was because I think it's important for coaches and consultants and anyone who is, you know, reached out to, I don't, and I'm, I, you know, I'm not trying to say, don't work with the pot industry. You know, I don't have any, you know, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care. Um, but I think it's important for you to know your risks. So if you are a coach or a consultant or anybody that, you know, someone from the cannabis industry reaches out to you and says, you know, could you be our accountant? Could you write copy for our website? Could you do marketing for us? Could you manage our social media? Could you coach our leadership? You know, there's a variety of ways in which you could be involved in these industries you know, and with remote work being what it is, you could do it from far away. So what I'm saying is know the laws of your state, know the risk it puts you at in terms of your federal liability, and be prepared uh, to, 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 to educate yourself because this is not something to take lightly. At least I felt that it was not something to take lightly. So when I made the decision not to participate in this particular um, in, in, with the first client, it became a decision that guided the rest of my decision-making for future clients that have reached out. And, you know, from time to time, I also get offers for guests to appear on this show who are part of the cannabis industry and who want to promote it and talk about it. And I've also chosen not to have those guests on this show. Again, I'm, right now I'm shooting, I'm in Indiana. And so even though my guest might be far away, I'm recording this in Indiana, and so I, I need to be very careful and thoughtful about how I represent my brand and how I represent uh, myself from a legal perspective, as well as just from a branding perspective. So like I said, it's I don't care if you do it, it's just not something that I really can put myself at risk for or that I really wanna associate with 
um, primarily because of the legal situation. I think it's, you know, it's a little befuddling the, the legal limbo that we've put these people in and perhaps unnecessary, but um, who knows why that is? Probably we'll hear about it in the comments, uh, but, but I think that it's worth considering and being aware of. So if you are a freelancer or a coach or a consultant and you've been asked to work with one of these businesses, know your laws of your state, know that you're putting yourself at risk federally, and those are nothing, those regulations are nothing to sneeze at. So that's all I know. Um, thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.